I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Well, hi, hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. Tonight, Cajun football, Sunbelt Conference Media Days, they're coming up just around the corner. We'll tell you who, who will join second-year head coach Michael Desimo as uh, he gets set for the Sunbelt Media Days. Plus, we'll talk to four local high school head football coaches as our first and ten summer series hits the accelerator and continues. But first, Major League Baseball completed its draft this week. Three Cajun baseball players selected by Major League Baseball teams. Last Sunday, first baseman outfielder Carson Rockefort selected in the second round. Uh, competitive balance pick by the Kansas City Royals at number 66. He is number 129 on the top 250 draft prospect list. In his Cajun career, Rockefort uh, had a 325 career batting average in three seasons for the Cajuns. He earned first team all Sunbelt Conference and all ABCA South Central Region honors as a sophomore. In 2023, he ranked among the Sunbelt Conference leaders in runs scored and was one of two players to start every game for the Raging Cajuns. The second Raging Cajun pick heard his name called. Yeah, that was Julian Brock. The Raging Cajun catcher got picked at 231 by the Texas Rangers. He's the 16th Cajun player selected by the Rangers. Brock is ranked number 122 on the 250 draft prospect list. He joins Jonathan Lucroy, Paul Bacco, Alton Torigana, and Danny Masati as the only Cajuns catchers drafted in the first 10 rounds of the draft. In 2023, Brocker and first team ABCA Rawlings All-Region and All-Louisiana honors after hitting 315 with a team best 11 home runs and 65 RBI on the season. Cajun right-hander Jackson Nazu became the third Louisiana player selected in the 2023 Major League Draft on Tuesday when he was a 14th round selection overall for pick number 434 to the Houston Astros. Nezu posted a 9-6 record with a 6 ERA uh, and uh, in his first season with the Cajuns, uh, that, that was his first season, he fanned 100 batters to finish fourth among Sunbelt Conference pitchers. Well, from the Major League Baseball ranks to the NBA, the New Orleans Pelicans Summer League roster includes a former Raging Cajun, and it's a guy who's ready to take advantage of that opportunity. So to come back home, obviously for the home team, and kind of lead these guys and talk and showcase what, I, what I've learned. I mean, last year I had the best, best uh, year of my career. So to be able to display that in front of everybody, man, it, it felt like it, it was my time. It's, I mean, I've been praying for it. You know, everybody's pushing for it. It's a dream. And sometimes give up. People give up getting, getting older and stuff. But, I mean, this is what I'm seeing for every year I've exceeded expectations. Uh, I mean, last year I had the best year of my career. So getting that phone call, man, I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for it. A career of preparing for Frank Bartley, a former raging Cajun. Bartley played much of his professional career overseas. My man, I started off in Canada. Then went from Canada to Spain, from Spain to Germany during COVID, then from uh, Germany to Israel, and last year obviously in Italy. So, 
man, I'm happy to be home, man. Hopefully I can, I can stay. For Frank, it's great to be back home, and he's got a cheering section already, being from Baton Rouge. I got a lot of people rooting for me in my corner. Uh, just, they believe in me, I believe in myself, man. So I'm, I'm just taking advantage of this opportunity, and hopefully I, hopefully I can go and uh, showcase my ability in Vegas. At 29 years old, he's rolling the dice and looking to use his experience as an advantage, all the while helping the team improve. Obviously, I'm one of the older guys, so it's not really much I haven't seen. So for me, technically being a vet, I'm trying to communicate, help these guys try to be professional, come in early, stay late, uh, get treatment, take care of your bodies. Doing the little things, talking on the court, talking on defense, taking defense personally. Uh, obviously, the offense is going to take care of itself. I love the league and scoring in Italy, but obviously, I'm not, I might not have that role here, so you got to do other things to showcase your ability. He shot nearly 40% from three last season in Italy, something he's worked hard to improve on, and it paid off for him. He's ready, though, to do anything to help the Pels win. So I rebound, uh, I lead. Take charge. I do the dirty work. I, re, uh, I pick up full court if I have to. Uh, I mean, I know how to pass. I know how to play with other guys. While winning with the Pels comes as top priority, he knows he's on display for all the other NBA teams as well. And what happens in Vegas doesn't always stay in Vegas. It's Sin City. It's so you can get yourself in trouble if you're not careful. Uh, but you got to be mindful of that. You got to be professional. And while we're out there, we're gonna have a good time. But we're gonna. Uh, we're going to be focused and we're going to try to win games. And everybody's going to try to uh, make this impression on, on every staff out there. All right, so how did Barkley do? Got one more game left in the Summer League. Barkley got in some playing time against the Phoenix Suns and made the most of it, scoring 10 points on four of five shooting. He was two of three from the three-point line. Bark Bartley uh, also had four rebounds and two assists as the Pels won that game against the Suns, 82-73. Here's Frank after the game. Been adjusting uh, every game. I think uh, it's been a fun ride so far. Every season, I'm known as a scorer, but I want to show that I can do more than just score the ball. So I have to uh, get stops, defend, get steals, uh, take charges, lead from the sidelines, uh, rebound the ball as a guard. Uh, just make a positive impact while I'm in the game. And I'm making shots right now. Um, I'm working, working on it a lot. I'm confident in my shot, but obviously I know I can get downhill as well. But when, I, when the opportunity presents itself, I'll do that. All right, coming up, we go from basketball to football. Coming up on Inside Cajun Nation. After the break, we're going to uh, talk about the Sunbelt Conference media days and who will join head coach Michael Desimo in New Orleans for that. That's next. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Oh, welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here. Thanks for being there. Sunbelt Football Media Days over a week away. It'll be uh, the second media day for Cajun head coach Michael Desimo as the head coach, accompanying the coach this year, Neil Johnson and Casey Osai. Johnson and all Sun Belt honorable mention last year is the team's returning leader in receptions and receiving yards. Osai had 63 tackles last year and ranks fifth on the team. The Cajuns are coming off its school record fifth bowl game and returning 41 letter winners from a year ago. 
Meanwhile, the Raging Cajuns will host six games at Cajun Field. We know the kickoff times for five of those games this coming season. Louisiana opens its season September 2nd against Northwestern State, 6.30 ESPN+. Plus. Then the Cajuns hit the road to Old Dominion September 9th, 5 p.m. ESPN+. Plus. September 16th, the Cajuns will face the Blazers of UAB at 6 p.m. September 30th, they go to Minnesota for an 11 a.m. kick against the Gophers. On Thursday, November 9th, Louisiana will host Southern Miss for the first time since 2001. Kickoff in that one, 6.30. ESPN used where you can watch it. Other kick times to be announced later. And that's not the only Cajun schedule that's going to be out. We're talking, of course, about Cajun volleyball. Louisiana will host red and white scrimmage against, uh, uh, that's August 11th, that is. And then Tulane. Uh, August 17th in that exhibition match to get things going. They will start the regular season on the road in Starkville, Mississippi from August 25th through the 27th. The Cajuns will make their regular season home debut at Earl K. Long Gym September 14th through the 16th in the Sawyer Camillo Memorial Classic. Sunbelt play begins September 21st and 22nd. They host Troy. Uh, last year, Louisiana made it uh, its first postseason tournament in program history. And you can have a look at the entire schedule on the Cajun Nation page on our website, which is klfy.com. Louisiana's soccer schedule is out as well. The Cajuns will have a 10-match Sunbelt schedule and an eight-game home schedule. The Cajuns will open its season with an exhibition match against McNeese and then another one against Northwestern State, August 9th and 12th respectively. They officially open the season August 17th on the road at Middle Tennessee. UL's home opener season opener is August 20th against South Florida. Sunbelt play begins September 17th at Texas State. The Cajuns will host ULM September 24th in their conference home opener. Admission to all Louisiana home soccer matches is free. Coming up on Inside Cajun Nation, we continue our summer series, the first of 10 summer series, and we'll hear from a few of the coaches from across the Acadiana area. We want you to join us for that when we return in 90 seconds. Welcome back uh, here with Rob Poole, the head coach at Church Point. First year uh, taking over for uh, J.C. Arsenault, a uh, guy who's been there uh, for a long time. Uh, how does that feel, taking over for a guy who's been been around for a long time that kind of kind of built a program, so to speak, and now you're kind of in charge? Well, uh, it makes it a lot easier when things are set up structurally. Uh, we have a good administration and a good faculty, and everybody is for athletics, so it makes it a lot easier in that way. Um, also, when you've been somewhere and they've been doing things the right way, you kind of learn how they did it. So you, there's not a cultural change when you change head coaches. You kind of just try to keep the train on the tracks. Talk a little bit about uh, your team and, and what you what you like about these guys. Because uh, over the past uh, few seasons, you guys have been pretty successful in the postseason, just trying to keep that run and maybe push a little bit further to the Delta. Right. We was just trying to create some depth in the summer and make sure we got more kids that can play winning football. But uh, I like our, our group because we got country kids. They know how to work hard, so they uh, they come to work every day and 
just trying to get him to compete. Today we get to play against somebody else, so it's going to be good times. Yeah, when when you look at building a, building a program and, and kind of sustaining what you guys have, it, it, what's what's the key to that? What is the key to kind of keeping the keeping the train on the track, so to speak, and and trying to get trying to get uh, a little bit further uh, when it comes to postseason? Just continuity in our program. Like from the time they're in seventh grade to twelfth, they run the same thing on offense and defense, so they don't. They hear the same language all the time, and our middle school kids come with us in the summer, so they're already kind of getting getting housebroken and seeing how we do things. So I think that's the key to any football program is just having a belief system in what you do and then getting good at it. When when you were, um, you know, a young man and getting excited about this time, do, is that the same feeling you get like right now? I mean, this is this is kind of the unofficial start of high school football season. Do you get those excitements? Uh, the, the, I wouldn't say butterflies in the stomach because it's not that nervous. Uh, but but right. you know what I mean? Are you excited about the just, hey, man, oh, here we go, the, the anticipation of, of yet another year? Well, I feel like I'm like that every day at, <laughs> at practice. But um, I guess when you're younger, you, you probably put more stock in winning seven on sevens and, and all that kind of stuff. And now it's just like, is everybody playing the game the right way? Do they know what to do? They're being good teammates, so they hustling. You know, are we, do we have the intangibles that we need to be a good football team when the season starts? Good stuff, man. Who y'all open up with? Um, we got a. Uh, just caught me off guard right there. <laughs> that one. Uh, we got Eunice week one. Eunice, and, and, and so uh, just I mean the, the the when you look at a schedule, uh, you, you build up that pre district schedule uh, to be tougher than than you know it needs to be sometimes so that you can be battle tested come district. You kind of know what you, what your team needs. You know if you have a, a veteran team, I think if you lose one when you have a veteran team, it's not a big of a deal. If you have a young team and they're a little bit more fragile, you kind of schedule that way. But you know I inherited the schedule and uh, <laughs> it is it is what it is. But but Eunice is a good football team. Rain's going to be really talented. Kinder's done a good job. So. Nobody on our schedule that's in the non-district, even Kaplan, like week eight. So everybody's or week nine. Everybody's good. So we got to get ready to play every Friday night. Coach, thanks for the time. Always yeah. a pleasure talking to you. All right. All right. So there's one coach as we continue our first and ten summer series out here at STM, where the Cougars are hosting the seven-on-seven seven, uh, air it out tournament. Uh, so we have much more now as we continue with our first and ten summer series. Welcome back, George Faust here. Thanks for coming out. We're taking Cajun Nation on the road, so to speak. Sitting here with Abbeville head football coach Rod Moy. And coach, uh, thanks so much for the time. And just talk a little bit about how exciting you are for a season that you've kind of got this program kind of rolling right now. We're getting back. We're going to turn in the right direction. You know, this event kind of starts to get us itching to get back in those pads. You know, it signifies football's coming. So it's an exciting event. Some good athletes out here. And it's just exciting to be able to go out and get some work. You guys have, have, have kind of steadily improved uh, since you've taken over. What's been the key uh, for the success? Uh, is it commitment uh, the kids make, or is it kind of the, the, the way you handle things? or uh, Just tell me what, what you think it is. 100% buy-in by the kids. You know, they, they've taken that step and made the summers an important events like this to go out and showcase their skills, just get better every day, and, and it, it takes the offseason. You know, everybody wants to play on Friday nights when everybody's in the stands. You know, what are you doing in the summertime when it feels like this? And our kids are really bought into that, and it's helped us improve. Yeah, it, it's very... It says a lot about uh, a program if you can get them out there in the summer, right? In those workouts and things of that nature. Absolutely, because look, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it's not easy with this, like, you know, with heat like this, but, you know, it's going to be even hotter when we start playing and put those pads on. So it, it makes it fun for the kids to get to come to an event like this and, and get to showcase their skills against other good teams. 
tell me a little bit about you and, and your journey and, and how you got to Abbeville. Because what is this, your third year here? Yes. And, and so tell me, tell me about that and what, what do you like about this, this, uh, this job and, and, and the Ville? <laughs> well, it, it was actually a great experience at Gate All. We were able to get that thing turned around and had some quick success there. So now going into our fourth year, we've taken a small step every year. And now we're kind of ready to kick the door down and see how good we really can be. Because if we can maximize the talents, with the, with the with the athletes that come through Abbeville, we can do some great things. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you have a, a coaching staff that helps you out, I'm sure, as well. Can you talk about what you got uh, on the staff that uh, and, and how you guys have kind of come together? Well, we actually have the, the perfect mix. So to be able to have a seasoned coach with the football experience of a Tank Low team calling our defense, and then the good energy of our guys, Miles Hutchinson, who won a state championship as the quarterback of Acadiana, Trevor Eaton, who has our basketball guys bought in. So they're getting the same message across every sport. I think we've got a great mix of coaches. And, and that allows us to relate to the kids very well. Tell, tell me about some of the players that we should be watching out for this year. Uh, I'm sure you have some talented kids. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, we've got a three-year starting returning quarterback in Todd Judge. We've got our defensive MVP of our district and then Tazar and Stewart coming back on defense. So we've got some kids who have been four-year starters for us, and then they've, you know, gone from – come a long way you know they completely turn the corner you know people forget they were one and nine when we took this thing over we went to the quarterfinals once and these kids are hungry for more how important is it to, to they've had the taste of postseason success how important is that in kind of the seniors and the older guys bringing along the younger guys and going look this is what it should be we need to consistently be in this postseason well you said the word to, to be successful and be playing football in thanksgiving we, we have to be consistent you can't just be good every once in a while because once you get to the playoffs you only get one loss so having that experience those guys who have been there before lock those other guys in and let them know what it takes coach thanks so much for the time really do appreciate you thank y'all look forward to the season yes sir we're excited all right we'll be right back I'm joined by STM head coach Jim Hightower and coach uh, this event uh, every year it's the unofficial start of high school football. You're right it's such a you know I know a lot of people really look forward to this because we're able to get out here and see how much progress we've made this summer you know because all the teams have worked really hard over the last month and a half and you know now you're getting closer to that season you want to start seeing that you're getting game ready and uh, it's a real good uh, you know gradings for us to see where we're at. Yeah, a, a nice barometer of, uh, of where, where you're at. And uh, for you guys, y'all ended the season in the Dome, won a, a phenomenal state championship game, uh, whether you were on the LCA side or SDM side. It was exciting. And yes, uh, and, and can, how do you uh, kind of harness that momentum, or do you kind of have to tell them, hey, new season, new people, not, you know, new new deal here? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, that that enthusiasm carries you over for, you know, a little while, but then you got to get to work, and, you know, there's really no time. To, to be thinking back, you know, you got to move forward, and uh, I think our kids have done a really good job of that. Good stuff, Coach. Uh, I know you, the bracket play starts up here in a little bit. Uh, what do you look to see from your guys? Just just a continued improvement? Just making improvement, you know, trying to take the coaching points they've been given over the last five, six weeks and, and make that progress. You know, if you can see just a little bit of progress, you know you're moving in the right direction, and you know that they're listening, so, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's always good. That's key for high school kids. All right, Coach, thanks so much for your time. Okay, appreciate, you. appreciate you. Uh, all right. I'll always look forward to covering the Cougars and uh, look forward to you guys joining us uh, later this month. Uh, actually, in August, we're going to do our Jamboree show. Uh, that'll be over at Cajun Field. You won't, don't want to miss that. And, uh, of course, first and 10 all year long.
All right, so there you have it as uh, we continue our first and 10 summer series on Inside Cajun Nation. We're going to keep things rolling, though. Another chance for you to get to know your high school football program from around Acadiana as we continue the first and 10 summer series right now. Uh, Coach Vince Derwin joining me now. George Faust here. Coach Derwin there. Coach uh, St. Martinville coming into the year. You got to be excited about some of the guys you got back, most, uh, most notably in my mind. Uh, Stephen Blanco, just uh, talk about your team and, and what you're excited about. Definitely excited about the kids uh, coming back. Again, like everybody else, uh, everybody has high expectations right now. So do we. Uh, and then Blanco kid, he's been starting since uh, his freshman year. So we definitely, you know, a pleasure to have. He's been around the program. He's the old man now. Uh, so, you know, we're just uh, looking forward to the season to start. You know, football is in the air. So, uh, and, you know, it's a little hot right now. But, you know, it, it, it goes with the territory. That's right. Uh, you, look, you see our hats, so we, we know we know what we're doing with these hats, keeping the sun out of oh, yeah, our Yeah, old school cats. Wise, <laughs> like a big tree. <laughs> Man, yours is awesome. That's, that's good stuff right there. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, St. Martinville, what, what, what the, what the ex expectation is for you guys. I mean, uh, what do you think uh, is realistic here? Postseason deep run or what? Uh, we hope so. You know, everybody. If you look at the teams that went to last year, they all want to go deep runs in the postseason. So so do we. So hopefully we can get these guys healthy, uh, you know, put on a good product on the field and, and put on a show, and hopefully the chips fall where they is. Well, we hope they would fall and we can make people proud. You, you've been doing this a while. You, you, you know what, uh, what to look for. What, what's... What, Every year, this comes around this time of year. Is there an excitement level that sticks in you? You're like, all right, man, wow, this is it. This is the time, man. We, oh, get, yeah, to, we get to play. Definitely. Uh, you know, it's, it's you know competition. Uh, we're competing. They're keeping score, so you definitely want to win. And the kids are excited. And it's uh, better than just definitely going against each other, against ourselves. So get a chance to compete against some other teams, people you don't see much. So, you know, when they're keeping score, we try to win. So it's definitely going to get a little competitive here today, and I'm excited. Yeah, and just talk about some of the guys that you have. Obviously, you're talking about Blanco a little bit, but there's going to be other pieces of your program that are going to kind of have to step up as well, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, we have the real good receiver back in Cullen Charles. Quarterback is a returner, and in up front, we return a lot. Defensively is the question mark, but we have some good kids uh, who we've really been working hard this summer. And, you know, 7-on-7 seven seven won't uh, get with us, but our line, I think, is going to be a key part to our success. Good stuff. Uh, when, you, when you look at uh, starting off the season, uh, I mean, do you, how do you set up your schedule? I mean, obviously you have uh, – do you set it up to where – pre-district, you know, you're trying to test yourself, or what's your thought? Oh, yeah, definitely. We're in the belief that uh, iron sharpens iron. Uh, when you look at our uh, pre-season uh, pre schedule, pre-district schedule, we're playing against champions. So, you know, we want to be that, so we have to play that. So, uh, definitely, when you look at uh, the, the schedule, it, it's, uh, it's, you know, a little daunting, but I think our kids will benefit from it in the end. Good stuff, Coach. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate Thank you. Appreciate Love the hat. Appreciate you all. With the hat, that's where it's at. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, for now, <laughs> we'll talk to you later.